This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet, Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. What a treat it is to be here with you here on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7, no hot take BS on this show. We bring you the bets, and we bring you the sports. And we are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, from the BetQL app, simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and heard on radio stations nationwide, including on satellite radio, Sirius Channel 160, and XM Channel 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com and do so on this M3. We got three words and they all start with the letter M. Magnificent Football Monday, November 20th in the year of our Lord, 2023, as we kick off Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving in a couple days. Not that we are really excited. Not that we're really excited for that, <laughs> but yes, Thanksgiving coming up in a couple days. Our show is on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at the Costos and Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X now and always fist pumping before the show, listening to house music at Lockie Lockerson. And on this magnificent football Monday, Swerve Double Cross will bring you two tremendous guests. It's normally just one wonderful guest, and it's the great Drew Densick, the whale capper. Drew will join us on the show today in his uh, customary spot, 5.20 p.m. Eastern time in hour number three. But we will also, in hour number three, be joined by our friend, uh, play-by-play voice, Fox Sports, talking college football. The great Tim Brando stops by on You Better You Bet today. We'll talk all things college football with Tim, national title. We'll talk Heisman. Tim Brando joins us at 5 o'clock Eastern today on the show. Plus, uh, we only have three shows this week because... Uh, <laughs> I'll be damned if I'm working on Thursday and Friday this week, and Ken will as well. So only three shows this week. That means we got a lot to cram in. So our handicap of Week 12 in the National Football League starts today, including all three games on Thanksgiving and Black Friday, a.k.a. Boil Friday for the Jets. It's probably bad for, like, your skin. Boil Friday with the Jets and the Dolphins coming up on Black Friday this week. So our handicap of Week 12, P-squared, B-squared, starts... Not right now, but but coming up in just uh in just a little bit. It's Monday, you know what that means. Day one of Lochmas. Ken Barkley gonna give us thoughts on the national championship after uh, week twelve in the great sport of college football this past weekend. Power hour, final hour, all our bets for tonight. Uh college hoops. Maybe we got some gone too far, or maybe not. We'll see if Tyler's got some college hoops plays. Bets of steel. I I got a loaded card tonight in the National Hockey oh, yeah. League. Can't wait to go through that. Um I've got like 
like nine props circled for the NBA, depending on like if players play or not play tonight. So the NBA card could be a little expansive as well. Our NBA best of the best coming up later in the show. And then, of course, Super Bowl rematch tonight at Arrowhead to wrap up oh, week yeah. 11 in the NFL. The Chiefs and the Eagles. How awesome is that? Side total and thy royal prop king will give you the plays for Kansas City and Philadelphia, one of the best games of the regular season. And the prop king's warning everybody right now. Uh, a huge, huge priced anytime touchdown banger coming up for the prop king today. Oh, for the Eagles huge and banger. the Chiefs. Yeah, the old, uh, the old the old yeah. HPB. You thought it was hit by pitch? We've we've actually changed some of the letters <laughs> around. It's high priced banger. All right. We're locked and loaded here. Magnificent football one day Thanksgiving week. Ken Barkley, how's yeah. it going? Uh it's it, it going great. Pretty pretty good weekends, honestly. We could talk about some of the some of the bets we won and lost, and and just like how we uh, <laughs> how we felt as we were watching the games yesterday. We were we were texting a little bit. Sometimes we don't text at all during the games because we're kind of sick of each other. Probably we just want to watch football. But I, I I'll send you like a couple notes sometimes. And I remember saying to you at like two twenty or like two forty Eastern time, I was like, this witching hour like could be like could be a real disaster like there's like some really bad stuff looming here that could potentially happen uh a ton of one score games going into the final hour of the 1 p.m window that's always dangerous depending on uh what your what your bets are what you liked in all the games so it, it didn't have to go a certain way but some things ended up working out very much in our face so i it was sort of a, a doom and gloom prophecy an hour before the games ended and it didn't really end up going that way it ended up actually going probably about as well as it could have gone to be honest given some of the the finishes that we ended up getting uh the cardinals the lions teaser legs which i can do like a whole thing about as we go here um so i i i thought it was going to go worse than it did everything ended up kind of going pretty well to be honest saturday went pretty well to be honest. Like, i don't i don't have a lot to complain about i don't even have a lot like like I'm just, I think I'm just kind of good, and I and that's always a nice place to be on Monday. I'll I'll say this as we kick off Thanksgiving week. Like, what are you thankful for? What what are you grateful for? I would say that coming in at number two, it can't be number one. Like my daughter will be born next year as number sure. one, but number two on that list. The Detroit Lions covering teaser legs yesterday. Actually, and there's a chance that maybe that that, that maybe that should be number one. That the Lions teaser legs should actually be number one. I thought we were toast on Lions teaser legs. And I had like just like you did, right? And and look, that's the biggest decision for me yesterday is do the Lions cover the teaser like or not? Because I had like so many different variations of the teasers. Like needed to needed Pittsburgh and Minnesota also, but like Detroit was was the one that was in doubt as part of that. And uh, the fact that they were able to roar back, pun intended. And I actually found myself thinking, so the Lions score to go up by one at the end of the game, and I'm yep. just like, will they will they ever kick? Here we the, go. Like, op- Obviously, the answer is no. Well, they kicked the extra point right. to try and avoid like like the block or whatever getting brought back. And I found myself thinking, and these are the things that you think when you bet on games at the ends of games. If I'm going to have money on a team and I need them to get the two-point conversion at the end of a game to win my bet, there is actually no other team and no other play caller that I would want than Ben Johnson 
for the Detroit Lions. And they call that beautiful play where Goff like rolls out to his right, turns around, throws it to a wide open receiver on the left hand, on the left side of the field, on the near side of the field. It's just like, hell yeah, man. And then Aiden Hutchinson kind of closes it out, obviously, with the safety. And uh, we did have to avoid, and I was a little nervous, a pitchy, pitchy, woo-woo potential of the Pittsburgh Steelers at the end of that game against the Browns where it's like, please, because like we get Detroit home and it's like, can the Browns just win this game as time expires? Like no time left on the clock. It's like, no, there's four seconds left. So the Steelers are going to get one play where you could get some effery, right? And thankfully we avoided that 13-10 final score. The Vikings teaser leg is never in doubt. They lose the game, but the teaser leg's never in doubt. Uh, And honestly, like that's the difference for me between like a great Sunday and maybe like one that's not terrible, but like not so great. So like yesterday was awesome. Thanks to that. So that was really good. It was, uh, I was happy that to end the show on Sunday, I, I try to now end by being like, all right, you know, we just went through just an absolute smorgasbord of bets and thoughts and everything for the entire week. Like, all right, like what's our close like, what's our favorite? Like, what do I like the most even here? And usually I have a really good idea of, Hey, like these one or two. And I, I try to do that sometimes because, because I understand like some people are just like, Hey, like what's your favorite bet today? Pretty simple question. I should have an answer for that. And so we did that to close the show yesterday and we, I didn't know what you were going to say. And I know you probably didn't know what I was going to say. And we both kind of pause with like 30 seconds of the show. I was like, yeah, what's your kind of your favorite bet? And I think we're both just like Dallas. I think, yeah. just like yep. laying the points, you know, doomsday, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. That's just, uh, oh man. And it actually, it could have been so much worse for the Panthers than it, than it actually was to than the final score, um, like an absolute obliteration. So that was great. But I, I, we usually don't spend a lot of time on teasers, but I, I do think there were two things yesterday about these that were like, that were really interesting and special. And the first one was that sometimes we'll come on and be like, hey, we won this teaser. But if we had just bet both teams against the spread, we would have won anyway. Like, why? Like, oh, great, we won this teaser. We could have won even more money if we weren't morons and we just took the points with those teams or whatever it was or laid the favorite instead of teasing them down. Those three legs yesterday, kind of well, like Minnesota did, but like it didn't have to go that way. Like, didn't work that way at all, really, where Cleveland wins the game by three, but the Pittsburgh teaser leg covers. So, like, teasing mattered a lot. Lions teasing matter. You were you did not cover if you bet the Lions yesterday. You laid the points you didn't cover. We did. Teasing mattered. And Vikings ended up covering everything. But boy, it was like a the safety of a warm blanket having those points to work with at the end of the game when when Denver's obviously driving down the field. And they the funny thing is you brought up Ben and Johnson with the two point conversion. Also, right? Yes. 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 De- Denver, De- like who who would I not like to have if I need someone to catch the ball in the end zone? Denver who just can't do it. They're like allergic to touchdowns. They're allergic to two-point conversions. Like they'll kick all the field goals in the world. They'll move the ball. Russell Wilson look really good. And it's like, yeah, you get the you get the one. And then they go for two. And it's like, here's like a play to the left side that has a 0% chance of working the whole time. The guy gets tackled immediately. Like, oh, okay. Um, so it, was, it wasn't just like teasers. One, it was, oh man, like if we didn't tease look what would have happened. Like the Steelers lose agonizingly to the Browns defense, basically 13, 10, but the leg covers and Detroit. I mean, like you lay the points, like you just, you you got no shot ever really with Detroit laying the points. And we end up getting through with the teaser. So it was like, it was cool because it mattered. It mattered that we did that. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes you make teaser bets. You go, well, I guess I should just bet that team to win. Like, what was I even doing? Uh, It actually mattered yesterday. That, That was, that made it a little bit different. So there were there were three wins that we had yesterday, and look like 
Uh, I know sometimes people will criticize us and be like, oh, all they do is talk about their wins. And it's like, well, you're stupid. Really? Like, that's do you not listen true. to the show? Yeah. Right. Like, I yeah. just like, just like acknowledge that like people do like, just like, come on. Like, really? Like, talk about losses I, constantly on the show. I am um, I am frequently arrogant about things that I like. I'm very confident in the bets that we make. But look, we are very self-deprecating about the things that don't go well on the show. Like, there are, there are lots of things that don't go well, and we will address them all the time. <laughs> I am in bed with the Pittsburgh Steelers to make the playoffs, and they didn't have to win yesterday, but, like, that bet gets worse. And now here's a coin flip against Jake Browning, and we'll see what happens. But, like, I made my bed with this team. Like, we're going to have to talk about it. Um, you know, I'm against Tamar Hamlin for comeback player. We've talked about that a lot. Yeah, like, this is not what it is. But, like, if you bet, if you, like, people listening, if you bet, like, really, like, Monday morning, like, somebody has, like, you're at the water cooler, which, like, nobody even does this anymore. So it's like, hey, how'd the betting go? You're, you're going to start with the worst thing. Well, let me sit you down and tell yeah. you about how I'm not going to be able to, like, to, like, afford, like, like little Tommy's but Christmas even if you went, like, three and three. Like, you went three and three, you're going to start with, like, well, let me detail an excruciating detail of the three losses first. Like, laid really? it with the Dolphins. Like, yeah. <laughs> that didn't go so well. Really? You're um, doing that? So, so yeah. I give you that to give you this. Like, I'm going to bring up three games that we won yesterday. And just, like, the knife-edge nature of all of this, right? So, we, we bet the Raiders yesterday, like, yeah, before sure kickoff, did. right? So, so yeah. I mean, that the Raiders are covering literally the entire game. There was not yep. one second in the game where the Raiders are not inside the number. I still felt, and to your point, Ken, you sent that text like, I think the the term that you used was, I think this witching hour could be like jokerific, like a big joker yeah. witching hour. Um, where I kind of Raiders felt many been. times, because like, they, they, had, they had a million chances like to tie the game. And yes. I guess like, it was never meant to be, but whatever. But like, that's kind of looming that we may like we may push here. You bet the Raiders earlier in the week. You may lose on fourteen. So that was a little nerve wracking. And I know you said like Dallas should have won by more, and they should have. When Carolina had that one drive where they converted yeah. like eight fourth downs, three, and, like scored three a touchdowns, three for three, uh, just, 15, 15 play drives, sixteen play drives. Something like and that. I'm just yeah. and I'm just like, is this? is this really how I'm going down here? Is this really like, like, and if this is the case, it's just like, like, like the one percentile outcome here. Yeah. Bryce Young converts 18 fourth downs against the Cowboys. What can sure. you even do? And then, you know, the Niners Bucks game where right. it kind Depending of what felt, number you it, had. Yeah. It, it, it felt like, like Tampa Buffalo to a degree. Now I didn't lay Buffalo in that game, but it was kind of like, like how many chances is San Francisco going to give Tampa to like to, to, sure. to backdoor cover the game? Like they end up winning the game by 13. Tampa had like seven chances at the end of the game to score. And thankfully the Niners kept them out every single time, including like the one like semi goal line to stand at the end that actually uh, Hufanga, who's out for the year, the guy who replaced him came in white, I think it is, and picked off Baker Mayfield. Like how many chances do the Bucks have at the end? So like, sure. yeah, like it's a really good Sunday. It didn't have to be good. Like, all no. of these were on the knife edge. Also, I bet the Jets. <laughs> so it's like, it wasn't all great. But, uh, but yeah, like, even the wins were like, oh, man. Like, we're like I, I, I never felt like sitting pretty with a lot of these sure. bets. Even the ones that won. Even the sure. ones that won. Well, we're just well-trained. We know, we know what that's like. Like, Tampa, San Francisco. Not even, like, how the game transpired. Like, what number did you have? Like, that game is so dicey, depending on, like, if you bet early and you bet San Fran, you're like, I'm in early. Am I really going to get trucked here at the end by tampa if you bet tampa late you're thinking the same thing like am i like what's san francisco doing at the end of this game i mean to think about how many different numbers were floating out there for seahawks rams for the two the field goal sequences and like if you had laid one took one laid two took two which happened yep. like throughout the entire week the game lands 17 16 rams you know like 
like everybody, everybody's happy and everybody's mad at the same time, depending on what number you had in that game. Yeah, that's like, that's how Sunday goes. So I think when we, sometimes we come on and we do this, it's just, it's not even like bragging. It's like relief. Like we made it through. We did, we did. The Lions who had no business doing that at all, they did it. We made it through. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> like we, made, we somehow managed to survive that one, which we should, we had no business surviving. And just a note on the Rams game. Now, I don't I don't mean this sincerely. Because he'd kick my ass. I kind of want to, like, get into a fist fight with Cooper Cup for leaving the game early yesterday. Because no, it cost me, like, a lot of different things. Yeah. A lot of different things. No, no bets given out on the show. Also, he'd kill me. Also, like, please get back soon because I need you, buddy. Need you coming up on Sunday for the, uh, for the LA Rams. All right. We're just getting started here. Magnificent Football Monday, Thanksgiving week with Nick and Ken. Coming up next, we'll start our handicap. Week 12 in the NFL with the games on Thanksgiving. Fields with Hutchinson coming. That ball is out. Darnell Wright kicks it in back of the end zone. Two points for Detroit with 21 seconds left. And Hutchinson boots it out of there. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Now time for another edition of America's Favorite Game Show. Adam Amin or Joe Davis. <laughs> Ken Barkley. Uh, was that Joe Davis? No, definitely. It's definitely. I I don't know that it's Adam Amin, but I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure it's Adam Amin, I not Joe Davis. I, don't, I wasn't I wasn't like listening to the call for the the difference between the two. Tyler always can tell the difference, and I feel honestly, yeah. I think it's Adam. I think Amin I got like it every now time. too. Yeah. Well, not every time we play Joe. Davis how, how many times is it Joe Davis when we play an NFL call? It's it's Adam Amin a lot. Like I, well, least I think like five they, times they, out they, of they seven. Both, they well, they both call a game every week. Well, so yeah, it's but like, we play Kenny like... Albert way more than we play anybody else. <laughs> I mean, so it's just you know, all right. So we, just, we tend play to by... tend to get the Amin games a little more. Is all my is that's what all NFL play by play guy gets played the most on the show? I I will give a couple choices here. There's Chris Myers, right? It's Myers or Albert. Kenny... Yeah. Or, or Kenny, which probably says something about like, what are we doing? <laughs> like new segment on the show, playing, Myers like, or Albert. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like it's always one of those two. It's like they always do like a breaking news game. I feel like it's like here's like like yeah. uh like the third like, and they're they're obviously pros and they're great and they're I'm sure very wealthy. Yeah, so like they call a game with yeah. yeah with two teams that are probably benching their quarterback and then we end up playing the highlight nine NFC times South over the course of usually the it's <laughs> NFC South is usually involved or like the Packers. Something like that. Seems like this game we would usually play first. Like, how many times this season has Kenny Albert said the phrase, coup out for the game winner? Okay. <laughs> Call him Coup Kenny. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's just, oh, and, and, uh, and, the, and, the fa and, and uh, Taylor Heineke spikes the ball, and now Young Way Koo will come out to win the game for Atlanta. <laughs> And the Saints win it. And the kick is good. Is good. And the Falcons win. <laughs> Layout. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, I think my I think my favorite bet of the week is in the Falcon Saints game. Really? Oh yeah. You were right. By the did you do this? Did you do? That you thought Ritter was going to start on the air a couple weeks ago? Did you do that on the yeah. air? You, we talked about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just mean, like I didn't think there was. I 
Well, yeah. like, th- thank you. I thought it was like 100% that that was going to be the case. Well, that's, I mean, you were very confident. I, I was kind of like, I don't know. I have no idea. But you were like, no, it's, it's going to be Ritter. Like, I feel really good. It's going to be Ritter. And I, I like, yeah, yay? <laughs> Question mark. Uh, <laughs> nice. I All think right, they yeah. are. And like, we'll see about Carr, who's still in concussion protocol, and like, you who's going to start Falcons a quarterback for the Saints. You think the Falcons are going to be good the second half of the season? I don't think, th- I don't think they're going to be good. I think Better. that they'll win a bad division. I think they're going to win the division. Okay. And, I, and I'm going to bet them on Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah you and, it. I, and, yeah. I, and I, and I pick Dumb Arthur, Arthur Smith. Smith and Desmond Ritter yeah. pick against, De- well, is it going to be Derek Allen? Uh, it might It might be Dennis Winston. Den- <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm not, I'm not sure. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, better than uh, been... Jameis Allen isn't quite as well, good as I mean, Dennis, yeah, Win- like, Dennis, like Dennis Winston. Dennis Winston was like, it's like, the, it's like my orthodontist that I would go see when I was like 13 years old or something. Dennis Winston. Yeah, you know, you know, Dr. Winston. Yeah. Dennis you know, Winston. Winston. DDS. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. We, I, oh, we, have, we have to call him Dennis Winston DDS now going forward. Dennis Winston DDS. Yes. And like, and you have to watch, you have to watch the games without anesthesia as a Saints fan. Right. You bet on the Saints. <laughs> And the entire time you're watching the game, instead of crowd noise, it's like some some like very like light rock soundtrack. <laughs> That's or like, and then you hear like, <laughs> and uh, while while Cole groupie, plays yellow, hum, the field, hum, 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 hums in the and background, he drills it. <laughs> and in the background, he's here. Look at the stars. Look how they <laughs> shine for you. Yep. And it was all redder. Okay. Mm. Uh, we'll get to the Falcons and Saints. That game's going to be played on Sunday. But before we do that, we will get to the games being played on Thursday on Thanksgiving. We have the first Black Friday game in the history of the National Football League as well. And Tim Boyle will start that game in place of Zach Wilson as the Jets have, like, I mean, it took them, it took this stupid team so yeah. long to finally, like, pull the Zach Wilson bit. Like, what? They, they should just cut him. Like, why is he still on the right. team? Like, release him. Like, it's done. Does it matter? Get him out. Yeah. Like, wouldn't it be like like a relief for this team, like for him to be gone, like to show up to work and he's not there? Like I feel bad for him as like a person, but like it, it's over, man. Like it's done. He stinks. Move on. Also, like the the Jets might be starting the only quarterback that's worse. That's yeah. worse than Zach Wilson. We'll have a conversation about it coming up in a little bit. Yeah. It's like it's like. It's like, it's like our, our second Thanksgiving in four years where we talked a lot yes, about Tim Boyle. Tim Happy Bo- holidays, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah, like Uncle Tim. You having him over for dinner again this year? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get to it now. Thanksgiving, P-squared, B-squared, our early thoughts on Week 12 of the National Football League. Uh, Jake and Mike, take it away. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens, get out your pencils, get out your blood? Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option, and it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, because you get to start your Thanksgiving with an automatic win when you tease the Detroit Lions from seven and a half to one and a half. Congrats. Happy holidays. We can be thankful and grateful for that. Uh, Detroit opens, Ken, 
a seven and a half point home favorite against Green Bay. Detroit coming off like the uh, like the pretty inspiring for us because we had Lions teaser legs. Uh, five point win over Chicago yesterday. And how about the Green Bay Packers? And honestly, probably like less about Green Bay. Although Jordan Love did make some good throws in the game uh, to players not named Christian Watson. Well, one of them. One of them to Christian Watson. He did, Watson. Watson did catch a touchdown on he my did. bench in fantasy football leagues, which was really, I got to tell you, man, like, we're not a fantasy football thing here, but I I am, I'm like 75% Heath Ledger with this fantasy football season yeah. right now. I'm, I'm almost there with the face paint. I'm, I am almost there. Uh, I don't even know if it's about the Packers or more about just like the Chargers. I, I mean, like, Quinton Johnston could have pulled off his jersey after the game and could have been wearing like a Green Bay Packers themed NWO shirt, like with the way that he played in that drop at the end of the game. Like, really? Dropped it. Getting the pass down the field, and he looks like Edward Scissorhands. Getting wide open, but he's got stone hands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Uh, Lions, seven and a half point favorite against Green Bay. Total here is 46 and a half. Now, the big piece of injury news in this game, I find it incredibly hard to believe that Aaron Jones is going to play. Aaron Jones is going to play in this game. And by the way, if you want to like send him well wishes ahead of the holidays, that cell phone number, 281 330 8004, to hit Aaron Jones up on the low. Uh, there, there ain't no way he's playing in this game on a short week. Also, Green Bay's third running back, Emmanuel Wilson, leaves the game. I doubt he's going to play, setting this up to be a ton of A.J. Dillon. And then uh, they will likely promote the Packers' will, and we'll talk about this later in the week with the Prop King segment, which we'll do on Wednesday because I'm not working Thursday over my dead body. Uh, James Robinson, formerly of the Jaguars, and Ellis Merriweather, one of those two players will be promoted from the practice squad. <laughs> and you bet your sweet Bippy will bet that player to score an anytime touchdown because that's how this yeah. gig goes. Uh, so no Aaron Jones for the Packers. The offense has obviously not been as good without him this year. And uh, maybe Love will, Love will once again stink. Yeah, yeah. Ken, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Lions and Packers on Thursday. I'm just excited to open up MGM and see the name Ellis Merriweather with a price attached to it in the anytime touchdown market. Hopefully he gets promoted. What would he Unbelievable. do if, if, he, if he didn't play in the NFL? What would Ellis Merriweather do? It's a, I mean, it's a great question. He sounds like a character. You know what he sounds like? He sounds like a character from like all the Christmas movies that are about to come on. Like it's, you know, how this guy saved Christmas or whatever. It'd be like, well, let's uh, let's go down to town hall and see Mayor Ellis Merriweather. Let's go down to him and see him, you know? I, I think I, if I had to guess, I would say that Ellis Merriweather owns like a mom and pop store and he's like 75 years old. Sure. And he's been losing money for years, but continues to throw himself into the business and will sure. soon be out of business in time yeah, for the it's holidays. Gonna it's going to turn around and the uh, increased market for sporting goods at some point, you know, That's said, for, for Ellis Merriweather. Doing those promos. Yep. All right. Uh, so pen, pencil, blood or blank lines. And patterns. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It might be like, hey, did you guys learn your lesson on thinking that a teaser leg was automatic? Nope, because they went nope. minus four in turnovers and won anyway. <laughs> so, so, now, so now we're really back in. Uh, yeah, uh, tease the Lions with like seven different things this week. And I, I said this off air. I guess I'll just do it here. We talked about teasers a little bit more last week than before because of some of the opportunities we felt like the games presented. We didn't have to be right, but we kind of looked at the board. We we're like, these make a lot of sense to us. So we're going to bet them and they won. And I do think, and this happened, whether we won or not, this would be true, that going into the second half of the season, and especially like the final third of the season, we do know a lot about teams now. 
like we do. And we've had some teams with quarterback changes and we've had some teams with injuries and like the Raiders fired their coach. So like there are, it's not like everything's been exactly the same for a long time, but we do kind of know like who are our brutal offense teams, who are our close game teams, like who are the teams that really can blow out a team and win by margin, who are the teams that can't. Uh, and we do know that the teams do have some profile at this point. And I think that's, I think that's actually one of the reasons why we confidently teased those sides yesterday, honestly, is that we felt like we kind of knew what the teams were. And so we wanted to, to put those bets in and do that. And I think we're going to have bets like that now the rest of the season, because I think we are starting to get enough evidence to be like, I kind of know what this is supposed to be. And the market's probably pretty close on a bunch of these games. And if the market's close and we have a ton of information, now I want to tease away. And this is why early in the season, I'm always like, I don't like to do a lot of teasers early on because we don't know a lot. And maybe these spreads are all way off and we don't know how yet for in terms of the difference between the teams. It's unlikely we can feel that way now. We have enough games. It's unlikely that it's like, oh, like, seven and a half this should be two whereas like in week two like you could we could get to now and be like well that should have been two <laughs> like that actually is what the number should have been that's not going to happen now um so i think you can more confidently tease in some of these games and this is one of them because <laughs> like you need the lions to win the game basically and they're gonna they're gonna win the game like a lot of the time like a lot of the time they're gonna they're gonna win so i don't know if i want to lay the seven and a half with detroit i would not bet the packers at this number um, I also don't know if I would die to lay Detroit more than a touchdown. I think it's just kind of like the right number in the game in a range, seven and a half to nine and a half and anywhere in there I'm okay with. But this number as opposed to nine and a half lets me tease the Lions and happy Thanksgiving because I'm really confident they're going to win the game. Let me toss this out there just like for anyone that like likes Green Bay in the game. And I'm sure like there will be some people that yeah, will talk you can like Green Bay. to the Packers. Sure. They, they, yeah. they could win. You know, I, I wouldn't bet them because I think the Lions are a lot better and no Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones makes me like Detroit even more. So look, like Lions teasers for sure. I would only, I would lay Detroit before I took it with Green Bay. If, um, if people out there do like Green Bay, uh, don't you think it correlates to the over? Where, like, the game almost has to be, okay, no Aaron Jones, Jordan Love has a big game throwing the ball, and they, like, can, like, right. match Detroit a little bit. That So I would almost say, like, if you like the Packers, and, like, I don't have to be right about this. Do whatever right. the hell what you want. You're not adult. score, really? Home yeah. game against this defense? They're not going to score? Really? And and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll just add also, and, like, you know, this bet hit yesterday. It didn't have to hit. But, like, it helps the case that I'm about to make. As, as Jamison Williams keeps getting getting more integrated into this offense. And he didn't have that many catches yet. I think he only had two catches, but caught like what the touch, the penultimate touchdown that got the Lions yep. back into it before Montgomery scored the winner. Like once he actually, so he's like kind of assumed the role as the third receiver now over Khalif Raymond. Once he takes that second job, over uh, Josh Reynolds, and now, like, your primary receivers are Williams, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Laporta. Like, you're actually really cooking with gas. We're going to see more of that coming up on Thursday for the Lions. Like, the Lions are going to score in the game. I think if you like Green Bay, the case you have to make is Jordan Love continues, like, he's he's been actually, like, half, and maybe it's the competition with the Steelers and Chargers who both have pretty suspect secondaries. Maybe that's more what it is than anything else. But it's not like the Lions secondary is the Legion of Boom either here, like what Justin Fields did yesterday. Like, with the connection down the field with DJ Moore. Sure. So, I guess, like, if you like the Packers, I would just, like, bet the over in the game. Or, you know, just just tease Detroit and just win. Well, just yeah. win. Two, two thoughts there. Uh, one, is there really anything about those Packers games where they've looked better? Beat the Rams when Rippon started, and that was at Lambeau Field. That was a home game. Uh, almost beat Pittsburgh on the road. And then the Chargers. Is there anything about those games where it's like, 
now you're playing like an upper echelon like tier one opponent like does anything about those get like think about how tampa plays in tier against tier one opponents versus how they play against everybody else like is there anything about those games where it's like yeah this is going to be really good totally disagree like i i i just i don't like the packers they can win they can cover you can bet them i just don't like that side and then the other thing is there are teams that can play back-to-back -back bad games in a row happens all the time the jets offense has played like seven bad games in a row the Lions offense playing back-to-back -back home games in a row that are bad strikes me as very unlikely because they're very well coached. Like Goff, I doubt, will turn the ball over that much more again. You probably get a better performance offensively from them because they're a really well-coached, really good team. Not every team I would say that about. I'd say that about them. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, so tease Detroit and uh, start your turkey day off with a winner coming up on Thursday. On the other side, we will wrap up our number one here on this magnificent football Monday. We will have conversations about the Cowboys and the Commanders with some interesting post-game quotes yesterday from Commanders head coach Ron Rivera after the Commanders lose to Tommy DeVito and my New York football Giants. And then we'll talk the Niners and the Seahawks and the nightcap where it looks like Geno Smith will play. We'll tell you about the impact in the betting market. All of that coming up right after this. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Just first off, the king, Kenny Albert on the yeah, call yesterday. It's oh, on Monday he, without he never Kenny, left. You know? Yeah. The, uh, Kenny? But that's what Kenny? we need. We need the, uh, that's, we need the, uh, the Kramer drop from Seinfeld yeah. when the Kenny Albert call finishes. The chicken's in his Jake, mouth. we have to play. Yeah. You have to Kenny? have Kramer saying, Ken Kenny? Um... If Ron, Ron Rivera were to freestyle the, the Beatles classic song, Let It Be, I think the lyrics would be, fire me, fire me, fire me, yeah, fire me. I mean, he's just like, get me Got out of here, Got that man. new ownership, fire me. <laughs> and they're right behind him. Someone's going, be enemy, be enemy. <laughs> Took this job on purpose, <laughs> BNME. <laughs> I mean, just, I, I'm like, my team won yesterday, and I'm like, I'm angry. Like, why, why did we win? I guess, I, I don't know. It's whatever. All right, let's talk about this game coming up on, uh, on, thir on, on Thursday. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's like, great. Now, now yeah. we're like, I, I don't know. One of my buddies sent me a really huge Giants fan. My, shout out to my buddy Tommy. So Tommy sent me a funny text earlier, and it was it was a picture of Laramie Tunsil with the, the gas mask bong. Sure. And they were going, oh, no, and he wrote like, oh, no, Drake May, what are you doing? Because, <laughs> you know, the Giants aren't going to have a top pick. Yeah, because, so you know, we can they want. get one of these guys to know. slip. All right, yeah. Jake, bring the music back up here. And uh, maybe we have another hashtag doomsday scenario coming up here for the Cowboys defense. Uh, Dallas is an 11-point favorite. Uh, it's a Dallas doomsday the Panthers yesterday in expected fashion. Yeah. Washington, despite despite sacking, if I told you before the game, Washington would sack Tommy DeVito nine times. Maybe you'd be like, okay, like maybe they don't cover a huge number, but like they definitely, of course, they definitely won the game. Nope, they lost because they turned the ball over six times. Bad. And now they travel to Dallas in a short wait to take on the Cowboys. Dallas is an 11-point favorite in the game. Dallas favored by 11. The total is uh, 48 and a half. A couple, a couple like high, big totals here to start the week with Green Bay and Detroit, 47, and Washington and Dallas now at 48 and a half. By the way, the total got bet up like a half point in the uh, the Lions-Packers game in the last like five minutes. Maybe it's because of me. Maybe it wasn't. Uh, 48 and a half the total. Can pen, pencil, blood, or blank with Dallas and Washington? I think this is like a really interesting handicap. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Because um, to be fair to Washington, like I, I don't know if they're 11 worse than Dallas, even in Dallas. I don't know if that's true at the same time. I mean, how it's worth how many times do we have to see the same movie? Honestly, like I mean, it's just okay. Does Washington have some of the familiar characteristics of the teams that Dallas doomsdays? They don't have all the same characteristics. Washington's quarterback is probably a lot better than some of the other quarterbacks that Dallas is doomsday. Zach Wilson, Bryce Young, Mac Jones, Mac Jones, like Sam Howell's better than those guys. At the same time, offensive line has been like the linchpin for a lot of this. Carolina's offensive line, the Jets offensive line, the Giants offensive line, the Patriots offensive line. Like we we get it. Now here's the most sacked quarterback. The most. So like I'm never betting Washington in this game. I think if you do want to bet Washington, you you owe it to yourself to only parlay it with the over. It's the only way. There's and I and, and I think books are going to allow it's 11 and 48 and a half. This isn't like 17 and 30. I think you're going to be able to put that part like Dallas is going to score. They throw the ball a billion times now. They're a very efficient offense. They're really good. They're going to score a lot. Maybe Howell's awesome like he was against the Eagles. Maybe that happens. Guess what happens when that happens? The game goes over. Like they just they're going to Washington's defense going to hold down Dallas in this game? No way. Uh so the game can go under. Dallas sacks Howell a bunch. They knock him out of the game. They, you know, uh, force the commanders into a ton of third downs. There's ways the game goes under. It's not like, oh, well, you have to bet the over. No, but I do think if you like Washington, you just have to bet the over in the game. In fact, I might bet the over instead of betting Washington if you like Washington in the game, because that's probably going to hit more often. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to bet Dallas or not, but I would not bet. what This is just, it's it profiles too closely to what we see Dallas do against these teams. So I do think there are some angles here. Like, like Washington and the over probably is really correlated. Honestly, I don't know if it's going to win ever, but it probably is. Um, really, it just I think Dallas should be a big favorite. This looks like another doomsdaying to me, to be honest. Uh, I because okay, so I when I first saw this number last night, I was like, well, it's like take I think the same reaction you had, right? It's a huge number, obviously, and like Washington's not as bad as like some the same of numbers yesterday. Like, met, yep, against, and, 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 and Carolina has home field. That's what we're going to argue in that yeah. game, really, and and, yeah. and, and against that, not against. The, Obviously, to your point, like, and 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 not against the Cowboys. So I see that, and I'm like, okay, like Washington's obviously better than like Carolina, better than some of the bottom feeders in the NFL. Here's my question, and I think this is something that we might be able to apply moving forward this season, based on some of the reporting and some of the things that I've read. And look, like they could show up, and it could be like it could be galvanized. They could keep the game close. They could win on Thursday. Does it feel to you at all? like the wheels might be coming off like this season for Washington and that this is going to degenerate into like new owners here. No one's going to be here next year. Like every man for himself, like bleep show. I kind of get the sense that that might be the case here and that this could go like get off the rails pretty quickly for the 2023 Washington commanders. Um, I, totally I would possible. never bet Washington in this game. I would only bet Dallas, just like you said, Ken. Uh, yeah, just to, just to hammer this with some like actual numbers. Because be like, well, you guys say this, but like, what, like, what supports that? With Dallas, we've gone over the results. Um, there was actually a really, a couple of really good uh, tweets today, and a couple articles written about the last Dak pass attempt in all these games too. Like, he literally in a bunch of the games, his last pass attempt was in the third quarter of like half their games this season, because they've been up by so much, and because again, doomsday. Like that's we've seen this five times already this season. It could be another one. And to my point about Washington and the over. 
And I just want to be clear, like, I don't like Washington in the game. If I had to bet the game, I'd bet Dallas. But, like, is there a side? Is there a part of the side and the total that's correlated? Usually it's favorite over dog under with the idea in a big point spread game. The idea that, like, oh, well, all the low scoring outcomes are the underdog. Like, they, they cover all those. So, like, that's the correlation. Here are the commanders. I won't even do the games against, like, B and C level opponents. Here are the commanders and their defense. And remember, a lot of these games were with Sweat and Chase Young on the team. Like, here's their defense against A-level opponents this year. Bills week three, 37 allowed. Eagles week four, 34 allowed. Eagles week eight, 38 allowed. They allowed 29 to the Seahawks. How many points did the Cowboys score in this game? What's the baseline number? 30. Like, that's the baseline number. So just like, if that's what we're working with, then how are the how are the commanders covering a number that doesn't go under that goes under the total? Like, like that's what Dallas is gonna everyone's done that. Dallas isn't a home game. Like, and they and their offense is playing well. Like, I know Dak's numbers don't look great yesterday because they were up an impossibly large number of points for the entire second half of the game. Like, just like that's what it was. It wasn't the most efficient game, but it didn't have to be. Just like I, Washington in the over is kind of like where it's at from a correlation standpoint, maybe it's just the over. I like, but I worry about what you worry about, which is just like, what is Washington doing in this game? Like, can they, like, what if this is the, what if this is the Giants with Daniel Jones in week one? Howell drops back to pass 0.1 seconds. He gets clotheslined by somebody. Like that just, they're gonna score a lot. That's it. So I, you know, the correlation is Washington over. The bet in the game, I don't know, maybe LA Dallas. I don't know, maybe it's just the right number. Maybe bet some step. Maybe it's some prop overs on Dallas's offensive players because they're you know gonna be awesome. I, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it too. Or, may, or or maybe we dust off the old monster and just and have Dallas go through God, zero I mean, like out a, the a other side to the number plus two. You could do the three yeah, team, the I mean, three team ten is in play here, which is you pay such a tax. But like I mean, this you past could week, even two yesterday was a game right for that under seven. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. You got. I mean, you could. I don't know if like six, six you're getting the most bang for your buck. Like, I don't know if you, I don't know, if, I don't know if that's what it is, but to be fair, you do get six, seven, and 10 as wins and eight um, and nine, if we're just going to say all the numbers out loud. So like, uh, just maybe that's it. God, it's like, here's, here's the worst. No, this is a terrible idea. I was going to say like tease Dallas in the over. That's a bad idea. Cause I, the commanders could get smoked in the game. They could actually not score very much. And Howell actually, I think Howell has a legit chance of like getting knocked out of this game. Like, yeah, yeah, that, that hard hit at the end zone against the Giants yesterday. I thought he had a concussion when he got back up. Like, and it's, he got it's, hit, like, four times on that one play. I got to tell you, like, I, I, like, 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 give him a, <laughs> I, I wanted to give him, like, a pat on the back for that. I was like, right? man, you're one tough son of a bitch, man. What a play. And it's, it's this is, it's also worth noting, uh, this is, like, the ultimate showcase game for every, this is one of, we bet Dallas Cowboys last week to win awards. To be fair, I didn't bet Parsons. He had two and a half sacks yesterday. Uh, this is the ultimate showcase game for all their best players for all the awards. Washington's pass defense is one of the worst in the league. Here's Dak and CeeDee Lamb. Washington's offensive line is maybe the worst in the league. Here's Micah Parsons, who had two and a half sacks yesterday. Like, this is a award, stat accumulation, run it up. Like, this is what this game, like, that's that's what I'm looking for here. That's what's going to happen. This is why we bet Dak and CeeDee Lamb. I don't think, I don't even really think they're going to win. But like the prices were crazy. Now they're a third of what they were before, and they're about to enter a doomsday game at home on Thanksgiving. Like, what do you again after the game? How do you think we're gonna feel about the Dallas Cowboys after this game? We're gonna be like, man, they got some monster players. CD Lamb 102, Parsons multiple sacks, Sam Howell knocked out of the game, Dak's so efficient. Like what 
Of course we're going to say all that stuff. The market says we're going to say that stuff. I don't, it's not even a guess. So I don't know if this is like a wrong number, but I just... Are they, they're just going to doomsday him again, right? Like, isn't that just what's going to happen? Yes. When Sam Howell drops back to pass, Mother Mary <laughs> comfort him. Speaking words of wisdom run out of bounds. <laughs> Bien-a-me. Bien-a-me. I mean, Bien-a-me. So, so, like, let's let's say that Howell makes it through the game, which, like, you make a great oh, point. Like, a he great might get, I mean, right. Should we bet his unders? Right. Uh, well, if if he makes it through the game, he's going oh, to throw gonna the ball 60 yards. times. Yeah, right. So high volatility. <laughs> would, would we ever? It's like, oh, we're going to put injury unders on Sam Howell. Why is he hurt? Not yet. No. Well. The enemy. All right. Hour one done. Hour two for you coming up on the other side. We will begin with the Niners and the Seahawks to close out Thanksgiving, and then we'll move to Boyle Friday with the Dolphins and the Jets. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.